Welcome to David and David on Real Estate. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of the real estate market. All right. Welcome everybody to the David and David on Real Estate podcast. We are in episode number 38. And today is a very special episode because we are streaming live from the Buzz Conference. It's March 31st, 2022. And it's our first in-person event in over two years. Uh, we have a great setup here and we have some special guests with us uh, today as well. Yeah, and it's really, really exciting to be here, uh, to be out with uh, 1,200 people from the real estate industry. And uh, Virginia has done a fabulous job of putting this together. And we're so excited. So we're doing a few live podcasts here uh, this morning. And then we're going to be on a panel this afternoon. So we're, we got a full day. We're very excited. But right now, let me have the honor and pleasure of introducing our, our guests for today. We have uh, two people with us, Katerina Markovic and Ina Bogdanov who are the co-founders of IK Financial Mortgage Brokers. So welcome to the David and David podcast, and we're very excited for you to be joining us today. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for having us, it's a pleasure. And, pleasure is all ours. And, and first of all, you know, we know that you are part of a panel later on today, so maybe tell us you know, why you were invited here. There's a million mortgage brokers out there, but somehow Virginia got you involved, so there's obviously something very special about what the two of you are doing at IK Financial. Uh, well, that probably goes back to um, the history and the origination of our company. Uh, Katerina and I have been uh, partners for many years. Uh, we go back way, way long, uh, way, way back. Uh, we have formed our strategic alliance, our friendship. Uh, we've uh, grown this company from scratch uh, over the years. And I think um, this goes very well with um, the topic that everyone's discussing and the whole theme of Buzz is forming strategic alliances, forming those partnerships and uh, relationships that um, not only uh, help us in our business, but also uh, translate into all aspects of the industry. That's amazing. I mean, that's why we're here as well. And know it's great connecting with you guys uh, networking is probably one of the most powerful aspects to any business out there and and the nice thing about buzz is that you know as I look around and I look around the room I see some of the biggest names out there in, in the industry um, you know I see some really big uh, speakers some really big keynotes some really big teams and it's great to spend the whole day here rub elbows exchange ideas network and, and really elevate your business to the next level Yes, completely Absolutely. agree. Yes. So you guys are speaking in a little bit. Uh, you guys have your own session. What uh, What are you guys uh, speaking uh, on today? As Ina mentioned, we would be probably talking uh, about the uh, team, about how to create the partnership and good relationship with everybody, like with the real estate agent, mortgage brokers, um, uh, real estate lawyers. So you have to have a full team uh, on your back in order to uh, deliver the excellent like, customer experience um, and uh, for everybody to benefit and uh, we'll be sharing our experience we'll be sharing how we do it and uh, how we've been successful through all those years doing that and as Karina mentioned um, we think that the landscape of the market has changed in, in many ways 
and it is more important than ever nowadays to form those partnerships, those alliances to ensure that uh, we deliver the best client experience and over, overall experience because it's become less so about transaction and more so about the wholesome experience for, for the clients. Yeah, that's a fabulous message and I hope everybody in the building attends that session. Uh, David and I talk about this a lot of times in our podcast too about, about the teamwork involved and it's teamwork within your own organization but then the team you got to build of other professionals that you that you work with and I think it's a it's a great message so I guess with your team it started with the two of you finding each other yes. how did that happen <laughs> yes it happened a long time ago I would say over 12 years in and I we used to work uh, at uh, one of the major financial institutions before like uh, as, as uh, different roles and um, uh, Ina was already a, a mortgage development manager at uh, one of the biggest bank and I was working at that bank as well. And uh, actually it was that time when Ina was looking for help because uh, she was pregnant with her first, <laughs> first girl, <laughs> uh, first baby. And um, she understood that having a baby, uh, obviously she would be able to dedicate herself 24-7 to the business and uh, she couldn't leave uh, clients unattended. So she was looking for partners and that's how we met. And uh, it was a lot from the first set, I think. <laughs> we just yeah, met was... in a coffee shop. We, we just uh, exchanged a few words. And since then, we've been working together. So we've been working together first at a uh, couple of major banks. Uh, we moved uh, as a team. Like we were probably one of the first teams, I would say at that time because yep. all the mortgage brokers or mortgage development managers they've been working by their own uh, for longest time and because um, even when we went from one bank to another they had to create this team concept especially for us um, and we started to advertise together and to share actually the team concept with everybody uh, all our partners and of course the clients because um, Let's be stop here probably because otherwise <laughs> I'm gonna talk for four days. Um, that's basically how we met, and uh, we created IK Financial, which is I stays for Ina and K for Karina, so it's uh, Ina Karina Financials. Love it. Um, and um, we've been successfully working since then, and now our team is growing. We have uh, mortgage underwriters, we have assistants, we have marketing managers, HRs, and so on. So we are completing our team and um, just to ensure that experience. Um, so our credo is that everybody must have a boutique experience. It's not just about any experience, it's about boutique experience. And boutique experience, we actually uh, talking about that not in terms of just the client, right? So for clients, of course, it's very important, but we figured out during those years that we must provide the boutique experience to everybody, all the parties involved, uh, which is our own team, of course, and all the partners, real estate partners, lawyers, and everybody who is um, involved in the transaction. Because um, having everybody happy and uh, work together creates this boutique experience for everybody. I love that. And I think that's a big buzzword is consumer experience. I, I think it's more important now than ever. It's not about the transaction. It's not about the money. It's not about just putting the deal together. It's about building those lasting relationships, Absolutely. right? And, and and real estate investing has become so mainstream. Like, I mean, you think about the average person and, and you know, how many transactions they do in a lifetime. And it doesn't stop at one. 
you know, it's yes. uh, people buy uh, a condo for their daughter or their son. They buy investment property. They buy a house for themselves. People are transacting real estate more so than ever before. And it's really important to, you know, give them that amazing experience where it's memorable and they actually remember who you are and they keep coming back to you. So uh, I think, you know, not focusing on the transaction itself and focusing on the experience is, is definitely the message of the day. For sure. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? It's interesting to hear your story because you're, you're working at a financial institution doing mortgage work, finding loans for clients. But when you're there, you're sort of stuck with the products that they offer. Right. You can't right. go outside whatever it is. So you're, you're trying to sell what they have. And as good as it is or as bad as it is, that's what you've got to sell. And then at some point, you make the decision, take a big leap of faith to go and do your own thing, open up your own brokerage. And now you can deal with, you can still deal with the major banks. You can deal with all the B lenders. You can deal with, deal with credit unions, mortgage companies, private lenders. Like it all, it all opens up to you. So you could offer, I'm, I guess, a much, a much more varied product and, and a better experience. Most definitely. And uh, we realized you're absolutely correct in saying that we felt limited. We felt limited and we felt like we weren't doing a proper job for our clients when we were um, constrained with the product offering of any one particular financial institution. Um, we, we are successful uh, due to the fact that we are able to provide and we take a lot of pride in the fact that we provide our clients with that wholesome experience. Uh, we don't only look at one transaction, but we have their entire financial picture, not only financial picture in mind, when we create and recommend solutions for our clients, we look at their uh, family situation, their personal life, their preferences, their risk tolerances, um, their plans um, for life, right? And that's what uh, really is the driving factor when we create those recommendations and solutions. And we cannot be limited by uh, product offering of any one particular financial institution. We have to have all the options available and open to our clients. And uh, this is what makes us successful. And that's what I think um, our clients really value because they know that at any point in time they can pick up the phone They can call us and we can open up the file and we know exactly what's going on and we can make those recommendations for them Yes, and uh, that's why we have lots of clients who's been with us for for years like some of them for 10 years We are doing lots of transaction. We are very experienced as this uh, as Ina mentioned we we are creating the whole strategy. Uh, so we are um, asking them for uh, their long-term goals. We know what's, what happens to their family in, in their particular situation. And uh, we create a strategy because um, uh, from our experience, what some clients think that even when somebody is going on the market and uh, the first question that they ask for the mortgage broker, what's your rate, right? <laughs> so right. that's the question that we hear all the time. But in reality, it doesn't really matter what's the rate. Like, it's not about the rate at all. It's about the whole picture together, right? So we might give you the best possible rate right now on this particular transaction, but you would be tied up. You won't be able to buy something else or you won't be able to refinance the property or you won't be able to move ahead with your life or if something changes, what's gonna happen, right? So you will end up paying lots of penalties or anything like that. So we oversee that like father like many steps um i yeah. would say i can and pretty much safely say uh, sorry for interrupting that we've seen it all and when 
are we are surprised at nothing at this point. And when our clients tell us, oh, no, 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 this is not going to happen to me or this isn't going to be me. Uh, in the back of our minds, we know that there's always that possibility. And you know how many times it happened that our clients will go back to us, you know, a few years down the road and say, oh, my gosh, we're so great. You recommended this against what we originally thought because we can foresee a lot of situations before they happen just like we can uh, guess most of the questions they're going to ask before they ask we, we know pretty much what's coming and that's what helps us uh, make those proper suggestions and recommendations for our clients yeah i really like the fact that you you get them off talking about just the rate it's you know that's only one of the factors in the decision that they have to make it's you know, the rate is sort of an obvious one for them to look at and they want it to be a competitive rate. But yeah, explain to them all the, the variables that go into a mortgage and, and uh, different benefits and different, um, you know, discharge costs and, uh, and uh, prepayment privileges. And there's, it goes on and on. There's a whole bunch of things way beyond the interest rate. And then all the peripheral costs, you know, your fees as a broker, the legal fees they're going to incur, the, you know, getting an appraisal done. Like there's a bunch of other costs, too. So really, they got to look at the whole thing and the, the big picture and not just say, oh, you know, I just need this good rate. Well, what good is having that rate if you're locked into a mortgage that's going to look horrible a couple of years from now and you don't have a right to prepay anything or any other privileges? So that's where right. I think you're value really comes in is to go through all of that and show all the benefits of the of the loan and a comparison of one loan to another yes and we've been really honest all the time we uh, don't really um we just create a strategy that works for the client like we create the strategy um same way if uh, some somebody would create it for us right so we appreciate in our clients and uh, partners they do appreciate the honesty we never promise something that we cannot deliver so if we promise it's 100% will be delivered, most likely it would be delivered even better than what we promised. But uh, we never promised something and then, oh, sorry, it didn't work. And the clients, we um, consult the client in each and every aspect, no matter if it's a first time home buyer or a thousand <laughs> time home buyer, like experienced investors, we'll, we still um, consult them and um, they know exactly how the process works. They know exactly what to expect. Uh, there is no hidden fees or anything like that. They know everything up front, including even closing costs that uh, most of the brokers, they think it's not their responsibility to advise about the closing costs or anything else from the legal perspective. But we do like we cover all the angles just for the client to have a smooth and uh, experience and not to um, have any like surprises, I would say unpleasant surpri surprises later on. Again, I think it ties back to the whole consumer experience, right? I, if you're upfront about all the costs and if you're upfront about exactly what the expectation should be every step of the way, including at the very end, there's no surprises and, and it just elevates the whole consumer experience to a completely different level. So right. I give you guys lots of credit. Let me ask you this question. At what point did you realize that it's time to leave uh, one of the major institutions and Go on your own and open up your uh, your, your your own uh, solution, um, your own company. It's it's been about I would say ten years ago. Um, and uh, as I said, Ina and I we went to uh, from one financial institution to another financial institution as a team, and we had lots of um, obstacles. I would say because we were probably the first ones who created a team of mortgage professionals. 
um, everybody were working on their own and uh, the, that bank, they had to uh, specifically design um, the program for us because we always worked as a team. So it, it was always either me or Ina working with the client. So basically we were, I, I would say there is no day offs, no, no <laughs> vacations or anything because somebody is always available. Obviously we have lots of time for our family. We spend time with our family. We can, uh, we have the good balance between work and um, life, but we, we were not able to do it without having a team together. So one of the obstacles was obviously the team because it was always hard for the bank to accept that part that it's not just one, it's two of us. Uh, and um, the second and the biggest one, we we saw how we were limited, limited with the bank's products. Even if the bank was amazing, they had really good products, but not for 100 percent of everyone. clients, not for everybody. And we think that each and every client deserves a mortgage, and there is a way for them to be qualified uh, for a mortgage and being able to afford the property, buy buy a property, uh, and um, that's why we. Um, we thought that we became probably too big for a bank <laughs> and we decided to move out and have access to all the banks uh, and provide the um, opportunity for each and every client to have this amazing experience and uh, being able to, uh, to get a mortgage. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall when you're having a conversation with uh, the bank manager or the hiring uh, individual <laughs> and, and telling them, hey, you know, you don't get just one person, you get two. Uh, we're a package deal, and yes. uh, and by the way, <laughs> you have to work, uh, uh, you know, outside of your policies and, and figure this out. And you know, this is this is the best experience that we bring for the uh, customer, and this is how we do it. But I, I think you know, very early on, I think that really speaks to your ingenuity and, mm -hmm. and your ability to think outside the box. And it, it started very early on because you know, selling that to a major institution like a chartered bank, selling selling them on that idea that. You know, it, you guys work together as a team, and if they do hire you, you you're a package deal, mm -hmm. and you, and you support each other. And I mean, I bet there were times when when your partnership was tested, but you guys you know looked out for each other, stuck through uh, with each yes. other, and and look at where you guys uh, what you guys have accomplished uh, today. It's it's great. Thank you Thank very you. much, David. And then just to, to add to that too, um, most of us know um, at the banks uh, we were not only were we limited by their product offerings. But also, um, you see how fast-paced this industry is, how quickly it changes, how dynamic it is. And only those, we really truly believe that through, and it's been proven through all of these years that we've been uh, working together, that only those who are able to adapt to change very quickly, quickly and be very responsive to the, uh, to the environment we're in, only those uh, can succeed. And we felt that being um, tied by um, a, a, large, a large institution or a big bank um, they, they're not as flexible. Unfortunately, the reality remains still that the banks are not flexible. They don't adapt to change as quickly as we feel that the industry should. And uh, that was another major reason why we decided to venture out on our own. And right now we do take pride in the fact that in our company too, throughout those years, uh, has evolved lots and lots and lots. We always create something new. We always try something new. We always have new ideas. and. Uh, because we are a small boutique shop, we are able to jump on those ideas and act on them right away. Um, and that's a major, major uh, contributing factor to our success, I think. I think it's a fabulous story. And I, I love the team concept that you brought to, to your 
part of the industry. And I can certainly relate because as in my law firm, we've done the exact same thing. It wasn't about me and it's not about other lawyers. We don't have individual lawyers practicing. We're very much a team concept of, of lawyers. We're doing it the exact same way. If you can't get mm -hmm. me, you get my partner, Jonathan Cohen, who you know, or you get one of the other lawyers we have in our office. Every lawyer gets to know all the clients, all the clerks, because we're living in a, in a different world that's evolving and people need things done yesterday and they, they can't wait for you. So we all want to have a personal life, but somebody else has to still pick up the ball and run with it. So, so that's the way we approach uh, the law practice. It's very similar to the way you guys are, are yes. doing it with the, yes. with the teamwork. Yes, so I, I love that. As you know, we work with you and uh, we really love working with you guys. You are very flexible. You're always reachable. And uh, it's an amazing, amazing experience very for everybody. Very accommodating and our clients are always, always uh, have excellent reviews and uh, feedback. Well, it's a team effort, right? It's it a team is. effort and it all goes to, to that customer experience and having a very similar approach and, and, and really, you know, working really hard to make sure that the client is uh, is happy. And, you know, it doesn't, uh, it starts with the mortgage broker because I think everybody should go through a pre-qualification process before mm -hmm. uh, starting to work. But, you know, it carries on with the agent and then it carries on with the law office at closing. And, you know, credit to you guys. I, you know, I, I bet you guys are very involved in, in the closing process as well, explaining all the fees and really um, working through that relationship. But again, it's a team effort and every single professional has to work hand in hand to ensure that ultimately uh, the consumer is, is taken care of. They know what's going on. Everything's explained to them from uh, from A to Z and, and their interests are first and foremost. Definitely. And uh, we didn't mention about about our real estate partners because it's really important to work together and, and not just to work together, just to have, I would say, um, team and those relationships that you can rely on each other. Right. So to communicate that, and communicate, of course, yeah. to have a clear communication, because even with the today's crazy market, I would say it's uh, with multiple offers and everybody what's going on, everything that's going on, you have to uh be able to pick up the phone and uh, call and get the uh, reassurance that if you go a little bit high on, on on an offer you would be able to have the mortgage done and uh, uh your transaction will close and everybody will have a great experience like you as a real estate agent uh client uh everybody right so it, it's very important to create this um intimacy i would say um, like with uh, with all the like to have your your own team right you're on team and uh, we, we treat everybody actually as a family so our team it's not just about work relationship we are much closer so we, we treat everybody as a team and we want again I repeat myself but we want to have a boutique experience for everybody yeah. and let me say this to all the realtors listening such a key message out there right and if you recommend the, the right law firm, if you recommend the right mortgage partners to your clients and they have a great experience, uh, you know, following that recommendation and leaning on those professionals that you recommended, you're going to look better. For sure. You know, the possibility of them coming back and buying another property and using you and recommending you to their friends, family, colleagues. Um, and people that they work with to buy their next real estate property or to sell their next property exponentially increases, right? Because again, it's all about the consumer experience and having the right team and using the right team, recommending the right team if you're a realtor is, is very, very important. And one thing I say to my realtors is uh, I, I tell them, listen, 
take these mortgage brokers, you know, go meet the lawyer, take it out for lunch, build a relationship with yes. them, right? Because you, you mentioned the word family, and I think that's so important, right? But we as professionals have to keep working on these relationships every single day and keep elevating them to the next level. So, uh, you know, I would love to see more realtors actually taking uh, the mortgage professionals out and building that relationship and really forging it way stronger because I think if you have a strong family, if you have a strong relationship, uh, everybody benefits. Yes, I completely agree. And I'll tell you more, David. Uh, we keep, we have really good database and we keep all the records for each and every client because uh -oh. obviously we have thousands and thousands of clients and um, you can remember right away like where the client came from. So we have all that recorded. And uh, most of the time when the transaction is over, like a year after or uh, sometime later, the client might call us, wanted to refinance the property or do something. And we always refer the client to that real estate agent who referred us the client initially. Oh, so amazing. we are sending the business back to them. And that's why our real estate uh, partners, uh, they do appreciate it. So they appreciate the honesty and they uh, appreciate that we actually generate the business for them. <laughs> I love uh, that's fabulous. Yes. And um, um, so some of the uh, our biggest partners, I would say, uh, I can tell that they send us 100% of their business. They want just us to deal with their clients because they know they're in good hands. They, they know for sure, for sure that they transaction. The trust. For sure, yeah. yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, I think in today's market conditions, it's even more important because we're in a situation still where there's multi offers coming in so most offers that are being submitted these days are without conditional clauses yes. conditional on financing conditional on status certificate reviews if it's a condo conditional yeah. inspection so you have to know that you that you've got your financing in place before you make an offer Definitely. so there you know that there is a real element of teamwork that has to go on at that point with the agent and the mortgage broker and it's your role to make sure that they, they've not just qualify for mortgage, but they've got a real approval, not just approval subject to 20 conditions that they may not be able to meet down of the road. Course. You've got it right on. Right? You've, yeah. got to, right? you've got to really get financing in place for them. Otherwise, they're left hanging with an offer that they've signed. Or sometimes when you're negotiating and you're in that process, it's oftentimes after hours late into the night and you want to make sure that when that situation does arise and you can pick up the phone or you can send a text message you know just calling the bank good luck good luck with that right and you can say can i uh, add an extra ten thousand and you've got somebody on the other line telling you yes go ahead they're good to go right and sometimes it's more than ten thousand you're, you're buying yeah. a property yeah. you think it's going to be for a million you got I know. your mortgage pre-approved for a million i just said ten thousand i know and all of a sudden reason. it's a million one it's a million two and it's like you know, help, you know, yeah. Katarina, Ina, can I, mm -hmm. I need 200,000 more to buy yeah, the same property yeah, yeah. that I thought I was going to buy for a million bucks. Yeah, David, and we deal with that all the time. And, uh, uh, and I repeat, we have actually a really good system in place. So um, what I'm telling my clients as well, some of the clients, they go to a bank uh, in order to get a pre-approval because lots of real estate agents, they do the right thing. They say, they say, go to the bank, get the pre-approval letter. And only with the pre-approval letter, we're going to go and search for a property. Uh, the uh, only issue with that, that most of the time when they go to the bank and get the pre-approval letter, uh, sometimes, like most of the time, the bank is not uh, checking properly their finances, right? So when the clients come to us, we have completely different approach. 
Uh, mm-hmm. We collect everything from the client, even blood samples. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but DNA. we do. We do. DNA. We collect all the documents because uh, it's not necessarily that we would be using those documents, but we have to have the full picture. We have lots of banks we work with, and some of the banks, they have one requirement, another bank, another requirement. So we know exactly where to place the finances for the specific client. And um, we are giving them different options because each and every client, they have not just one option, they have multiple options all the time. So we are providing different options for the clients if they want to stay within this budget or the other budget. And after we've done all our qualification, it's even much more than a pre-approval. Because uh, we had some clients coming back to us with the bank's pre-approval offers crying, saying that uh, we bought for less money and we got declined. Why? Well, most people don't understand, but those pre-approval letters, you know, the way they're written, uh, there's no guarantees. In them. Correct. They're, they're completely yes. conditional. A lot of wiggle room for the lender. That's yeah, for sure. and, and they're written in a way where, you know, it, it, the bank can really pull the, the commitment at any time. Most people don't understand, but a mortgage is is collectible on demand. If your situation substantially changes, if you have unpaid taxes, if you de- declare bankruptcy, um, even when the mortgage is issued, uh, you know, it's very rare. But I mean, banks have the ultimate power. It's their money at the end of the day. So yes. you know, consumers really need to understand this, right? Yes. They need to understand that, you know, if a commitment is issued, you know, they don't go out and buy a new car. Mm-hmm. They, For sure. They don't, yes. don't go out and buy 10 new TVs on credit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they really have to safeguard their credit score as well, right? And it's our job to explain that to our client. But um, as I was saying earlier, we know which questions the, uh, our clients will ask before they ask. We also know what the banks are going to ask before they do. So when we do those, when we prepare those applications, when we interview our clients, when we get those files ready, before we make any recommendations, we know what's going to be asked. And we make sure that every angle is covered before we give our client that green light to go ahead on that multiple. Because we know what may come up and what will come up and we will have it covered before, before they go off um, property searching. And I wanted to add one more thing. It's not just we um, give the green light to the client. We talk to the real estate agent as well. So we do tell them uh, what the budget is. Uh, Obviously, uh, the clients, they do know that we disclose some of the information just in terms of the budget. No other personal information has been disclosed. And um, so the real estate agent, they they know how much they can look for the property. And again, those pre-approvals, sometimes there is a wiggle room depending on type of the property. If it's going to be a condominium or it would be a freehold property or maybe duplex or um, a house with a finished basement apartment. So all those small things that that affect the qualification and we actually give different uh, scenarios to the real estate agent to look for uh, for a property for a client and obviously to have this direct line and uh, to communicate with us um, when the multiple offer situation happens or if they need to go like higher uh, on the purchase price well now there's a new variable that's got to be part of your discussion with them too because we've had historically low interest rates that were down for a long time and then recently mm-hmm. we've had an, an increase in the interest yeah. rates and and Bank of Canada has been meeting in a couple weeks again and the speculation is there there might be a further increase this might be the first of a series of increases so now you got to protect your clients about you know in terms of timing and you know jumping into the market and you know how do you deal with with rising interest rates um, 
actually, <laughs> there is. Um, let's put it this way: uh, we had uh, to, the interest rates that we have today. Um, uh, I would say pretty normal with the um, healthy economy, right? And we used to have pretty much the same interest rates before COVID starts started. Uh, when COVID started, the interest rate went down, and uh, actually, Ina and I we were laughing when clients asking what are the interest rates. We were saying the mortgage is a free rate now because that's pretty much what it was. Uh, having those low interest rates, it's it 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 wasn't okay. It wasn't normal, I would say. Uh, normality is what's happening right now, right? So the in the um, healthy economy, uh, the rate should be pretty much at the point that we have right now. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, I would say, a lot of um, many clients, they're afraid about the interest rate because some of them, they think if their rate was 2% and now it's going to be 35 or 4%, they start to pay double mortgage payments, which is not true. It, it does affect their mortgage payment, of course, but not that much. So we, uh, we, we are showing all those payments to the clients. We uh, just theoretically... Um, changing the interest rate saying uh, let's assume the interest rate would be that can you afford it so the clients see that it's not the end of the world i would say right and um and actually those interest rates that are rising right now uh it um helps the economy uh, recover recover, recover. Mm -hmm. and uh, it's all about really perspective and we have to make sure that when we explain it um, there's a lot of noise in the media and unfortunately this are most people fall victim to that all the time uh, but we've been working for so many years that um, when we sit down with our clients and when that rate discussion does come up it, we have to show them and it's our job to show them how uh, the rates have changed over the years and the in a healthy economy like Katarina said the rates would, were never this low this wasn't normal neither was it sustainable so we're glad to see that the economy is taking a natural uh, turn to recover bring itself back to where it really should be right uh, and, and again, uh, we show them that only a few years ago, rates were much higher than what uh, the highest prediction is even for today. And yet, you know, people were able to buy homes. They were able to pay their mortgages. We weren't in a default situation. We didn't see any crash or any bubble bursting or any of those things that have always been predicted to ours. And yet we've yet to see that happen, right? So let me ask you a tough question. Bank of Canada is meeting on April 13th to mm -hmm. discuss interest rates right what do you guys think is going to happen on the 13th of april are rates going up again if we are talking about a prime rate we think that the prime rate um uh, most likely will go up uh it might happen in april it might happen later on but it, it most likely it will go up again uh and uh, as i said it's normal because uh, even right now, the uh, gap, I would say the difference between variable rates and the fixed rates are drastic. Um, sometimes it's over 1%, sometimes it's over 1.5%. So we still have lots of room for the prime to go up and um, um, I mean, and you know, to... Um, to be at a level where it really should be yes. in, in, today's rate and in today's environment and where the economy is. Uh, where the markets are so we do feel that there probably will be an increase maybe a series of gradual increases but it's not going to be uh, a lot of people our clients uh, think that you know you go to sleep one night and your prime is at this and then you wake up the next day and it's triple it doesn't work like that um, it, 
it would never be this way. Um, it would be gradual, it would be predicted, so it will be known in advance, so there's going to be no surprises there. Yeah, and that's an important message, and that's part of the hand-holding that you do uh, to do your job properly, to be educating your clients, coaching your clients so they understand what the variables could be and how significant they are. But bottom line, you're right. Like these are these are really good interest rates. Even if you have another hike, if you have a couple more hikes, these are still really good sure. interest yeah. rates. When you look at, at the history and you can't just don't look at the last two years or five years, you got to look longer term and see where interest rates have been. So I know what I hear from clients sometimes. Okay, so if I'm getting a mortgage now, I'm buying a property, my, my rate's going to be pretty good right now in 2022. But if I got a three-year term or a five-year term, you know, what are the, what if my, if the mortgage doubles by the time I got to refinance it, how am I going to afford to keep the house at that point in time? So how do you address that type of question? And actually we do address those type of questions right away before actually recommending the product to the client. So uh, when we speak about the difference between the variable rate and the fixed rate, uh, we emphasize that the variable rate, let's say at 1.5 or 2% today is not gonna stay forever. Uh, it might increase. Uh, if the Bank of Canada will increase the prime, the rate will go up as, uh, again. So, uh, and we calculate those scenarios for the client. So we are doing some assumption and saying, let's assume the prime would be at that. That's going to be your payment. Would you afford that? So we do calculate all of that. And that's how we kind of feel the client, feel the risk tolerance and, uh, um, and basically explain how the mortgage works. Uh, even with the fixed rate, yes, the fixed rate is guaranteed and it's not going to change for the term, uh, either it's uh, one, two, three or five years or seven years. But uh, after the term, uh, after the maturity, the rate might change and they have to understand that too. So we actually explain that in all details and uh, what works uh, are numbers. We calculate, we show them what's going to be the payment, worst case scenario and uh, uh, and uh, so they understand it clearly because, as I said, a lot of, lots of clients, they think that it would be double or triple of their mortgage payment, which is never the case. It's hard to uh, argue with numbers. Yes. Right? They're, <laughs> they're black and white. They're in front of you. And, you know, you need numbers to make good decisions. For sure. We're, uh, we're running a little low on time, but let me ask this question to, to wrap, wrap up. Um, what advice would you give to, uh, to agents in this market? Uh, well, first and foremost, build a great team around you. Make sure you have the support system that's going to make you and help you be successful and to help you deliver that experience to your client. Um, it's super important and we feel now more so than ever. Like we mentioned before, the industry is so dynamic, it changes so quickly and you have to make sure that you are surrounded by professionals that keep their hand on pulse at all times, that know what's going on in the market that help you grow your business, um, that give the right uh, recommendations and advice to your client and uh, help you provide that experience to your customer where they feel that they're uh, protected, they're loved, that they're get giving the best, they're getting the best value um, from their team that works for them. Yes, and it's uh, much easier for the client not to be stressed and run around and look for uh, one professional is a real estate agent, another is a mortgage or the bank, and then a lawyer and the, get the legal advice. And they're getting that information that must, uh, sometimes it's actually contradictory too. And they really frustrated, especially with those overwhelmed yeah. and frustrated. So if you build the good team and you really trust and rely on your um, 
uh, on the uh, on those professionals so you create a great experience uh, for everybody not just for the client but for everybody all the parties involved well katarina and ina it's, it's been an honor and pleasure having you on we can certainly see why they wanted you here at the buzz conference today you've got a great message Thank you've got you. great energy to what to the, the what you bring to the profession you think out of the box you have a great message of teamwork and professionalism and teamwork within your office and looking for for partners and i think that's why you're on the leading edge and they wanted you here at buzz to pass that message on and thank you for spending some time and sharing your thoughts with us uh, today it's been fabulous thank, thank you very so much yeah. for having us it's pleasure been a real having pleasure. you guys thank you thank so much you. enjoy thank the you. rest of the buzz conference can't wait to hear you guys speak later on thank you, you too. thank you, you. Well. bye, bye.